0: Hello, and thank you so much for being with us here on the Cedric Bailey Radio Show. For those of you that know, a few weeks ago, South Louisiana had got hit real hard. Parts of Mississippi and Alabama were affected by Hurricane Ida. And as you know, I've been involved as a prayer warrior for the Morning Star Prayer Center. And joining me from Fort Worth, Texas, is Elder Helen Epps. God bless you, woman of God.
1: Bless you, Cedric. Great to have, be on with you today.
0: All right. Now, as you know, we partner with World Vision and we do a lot of things behind the scenes. And the question is being asked, what is going on to help the people get back on track? You have someone that you want to introduce to us on today. Is that correct?
1: I do. We have the National Director of uh, Gifts in Kind for World Vision. And um, certainly they have been a great partner for us to be able to reach out and help so many people, not just in the Fort Worth area, but around the country. And so Gerald Poo is down in uh, Louisiana now. He and Roberta uh, Taylor, and there are others down there. They're down there surveying the damage, as well as, if I, if I understand correctly, they've already uh, sent help and they're in the process of um, teaming up with other groups to be a greater help in the Louisiana area. So, Gerald, I think you're on the line now. So, uh, Cedric, I'll just, um, I'll listen, and you can just do what you do best.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Elder Epps. But I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you for the introduction, Elder Epps. I really appreciate it.
1: We appreciate you guys so very much.
0: Now, Brother Poole, when you got to Louisiana, after watching everything, what was the first thing that went through your mind once you got there to see what was going on?
2: I was a that, um... Uh, of the devastation here and so many homes and so many power lines that are down and just so many people hurting for everything. And so when I first got here, we uh, flew into Houston and then drove up. Uh, You just, it kind of snuck up on you as you got into the city and saw all of the power lines down and long lines, stores closed. Uh, People try to get gas. Gas lines were wrapped around corners. So that was my first uh, kind of uh, a wow moment as we got into uh, Louisiana.
0: Now, you've been doing this a little bit. For those who don't know about World Vision, could you kind of share about what you guys work, uh, deal with? Because I first started working with you with your guys down in your uh, chapter in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. But tell us about what area and about World Vision and what you guys do.
2: Yes, thank you. World Vision is the largest Christian humanitarian organization out there. Uh, we partner on a local level. We have seven uh, brick-and-mortar warehouses across the country, um, and we partner with church organizations and also uh, with uh, with uh, non-profits across the country. And so, our our main mission is to, is the children, um, and so we have a focus on uh, providing. Uh, service and providing goods to the most vulnerable in our communities and so uh, with that we have a a that's the part of the division that I'm over which is called U.S. Programs Transformational Engagement uh, we have uh, also our Humanitarian Emergency Affairs which is what we are on now we are in anytime there's a disaster uh, we have a department that decides determines when we go out and what type of action we take. And so we try to empower the local churches uh, in the affected areas to be of service, to get people the much needed supplies um, as quickly as we uh, we can. Um, and then the last thing we do is we partner internationally. Obviously we have an international uh, ministry uh, that uh, child sponsorships is uh is very heavy in what we do and try to bring uh, children uh, out of poverty, clean water into areas that we don't have clean water across the country, excuse me, across the world.
0: Gotcha. Now, so what are the people doing as far as their conditions with electricity being down and no AC? What are they doing in the evening and the shelter and the food? What 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 is the agenda there? So what I have been seeing is the city of, New Orleans, um, they're very resilient
2: people. I mean, there are, uh, there are pockets who are getting electricity more and more each day, um, but some of the areas that we were in today still are going to be at least three weeks at the very minimum before they get um, power. So what you see is you see community banding together. Many churches um, are having uh, people come down um, and provide hot meals. Uh, the National Guard is here. Uh, you have uh, churches banded together, community banded together. Um, you, see, you hear the sound of generators um, going in most places that, uh, that have them. Um, but then you also see just children and, and families sitting out on the porch um, and just hoping and, and, and wishing and praying uh, that their electricity comes on any moment. It is hot. It is uh, about 90 degrees here. The humidity is very high and people are just trying to make the best out of it. Um, you would expect, or at least I would expect for people to have a a, a a displeasure about their situation, but what I have learned is that the people here are just, um, they're just content, they're, they understand, they know that help is coming, and they're being very positive in, in, in light of, of darkness.
0: Gotcha, now bringing Elder Epps back in the conversation, what is the role of the Morning Star Prayer Center? Are you guys going to get trucks? What is going to happen from these from your facility, Elder Epsom, out of Texas?
1: We are preparing an 18-wheeler now, even as we speak. Matter of fact, I just left the warehouse a little while ago, but we are preparing an 18-wheeler um, to go down there in a couple of weeks with non-perishable foods and uh, cleaning products and just other items that they need. We've kind of gotten a list of some of the things that, Uh, they're in need of. Hopefully, by the time we go, they will have electricity. Um, But if they don't, uh, World Vision has provided us some items over a period of time that we we have in stock. We will also take those items um, down. And um, we're partnering with a church down in um, Laplace, Laplace, Louisiana, with a pastor there, Bishop Andrews, who does a lot of outreach from his church and, and their facility. So
0: what happens if any of our listeners, uh, their churches, they go there, they do a benevolent offering or do something special, can they connect with you and then you make sure that it gets to World Vision? How does that work, Apps? We,
1: we work together as a partnership. Uh, if they connect us, then we can certainly direct them. They can go on the website, World Vision's uh, website, and um, they will know how to donate. And World Vision certainly will utilize it to the best of their ability. And um, you know that World Vision has a great reputation and the people will get help. Cedric, just pardoning with us, you can see what World Vision has helped us to do and how World Vision has enlarged our capacity just in this area alone.
0: Gotcha. Now, Brother uh, Gerald Poole, bring you back into conversation, because now with no gas and you don't – have any employment going on because you're not going to be able to bring in the revenue because you're not able to go to work. Um, I mean, this this could be a while. I mean, and then waiting on the government to do what they have to do. What, uh, can you give out a website or, or any words of encouragement how we can get our churches and community to work along with you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's a great observation. Um, for me, um, partnering with your local church or uh, partner alliances. Right now we're working with uh, a church. We're working with several different churches, but one uh, church in particular, a community church in Covington, uh, Louisiana, uh, the pastor, Nate Young. He is uh, being very instrumental in uh, directing us to churches that are in need. He's the one that has uh, took us through and around Hammond and some of the other affected areas. So he's working with us. And that's how we do it. You know, we get local pastors to um, reach out and local pastors to use their connections uh, so that we may uh, spread out the resources as as vastly as we can to reach as many people uh, as we can. So some of the things that people can do, first of all, let's continue to pray. Uh, for Louisiana. Let's continue to pray for our, not only just Louisiana, but Mississippi, um, also in New Jersey and New York. Uh, there's, there's just some things going on all across our country. So let's continue to keep our country in prayer. But then let's also start to pray for some direction and leadership inside of these uh, cities and uh, the parishes um, that they could uh, discern and make some good decisions as to where to best use the resources that the towns have. Um, Finally, uh, worldvision.org is where people can go to and they can donate uh, money and they can uh, partner with any of their local warehouses. As I said before, we have seven warehouses across the country. Each one of those uh, warehouses are participating in gathering resources to send down um, to a church here so that the church can partner in the neighborhood to get the resources out. So let's continue to pray. Uh, for the leadership, continue to pray for World Vision, and
0: continue to pray for the people of uh, Louisiana. Gotcha. It seems like you're in it for the long haul, because you're going to probably be down in about two, three weeks, maybe a month or so, but whatever it takes. And we want to commend you and World Vision for what you're doing. Please tell Sister Roberta Taylor we say thank you as well. And Elder Epps, do you have a closing comment that you want to share at this time?
1: I just want to close with a prayer, Cedric. Go right ahead. Father, we thank you today for all of your many blessings, God. We thank you for World Vision and for all of the other Nonprofits that go in to help in times of great uh, desperation. I pray over every leader now in the name of Jesus. I ask that you strengthen them, that you lead them, that you guide them, that you direct them, and that out of this disaster something great will arise. Uh, A spark of leadership will arise, and people will know that there is a relation in the community that will make a difference. We pray over all the pastors, God, all of the pastors, all of the volunteers, each and every one that has a part in helping to make a difference in the lives. Of people that have been displaced around the country, up and down the Mississippi coastline, up and down Florida, New Jersey, wherever it is, Father, we pray now for your peace, for your direction, and for your guidance. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen.
0: Thank you so much, Elder Epps, for the prayer. Amen. And, and Brother uh, Gerald, we thank you so much, and uh, God be the glory. And we pray that that uh, people will stay focused on uh, on God in a desperate time like this and we continue to pray that the people will work together to help them get back on track it's going to be a it's going to be a challenge but we know with Amen. God all things are possible yes thank you so much for having me we got more coming up so keep it here on the Cedric Bailey radio show Exodus
3: 13 and 21 says the Lord went before them a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire you are surrounded. The Lord is my light.